It's time for the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. In the next half hour, you will be inspired with words of encouragement and you'll be motivated by experts in the respective field who have been where you're trying to go on the Faith Connection Show. But first, here's an inspirational word. This is Bawana Miller Cannon with your word of the day. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Whenever you find yourself facing a mountain that seems too high for you to climb, put on your hiking boots of faith. Stop telling God how big your mountains are. Tell your mountains how big God is. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Say never, never, 
to the Faith Connection Show. Please welcome our special guest, Matthew Talford, cancer survivor and author of Fear to Faith, a survivor's story. This is Dr. David Miller in the Faith Connection radio show. We have a great show for you today. We have a gentleman in the studio with us today, Matt D. Talford. All right. And you know, Matt has gone through tremendous struggles in life, but you know what? He's a champion. He's an overcomer. And we love to talk to overcomers on the Faith Connection Show because that's what it's about, us connecting you with people who've been connected with their faith and been able to overcome challenges that most people surrender to. And for sure, Matt is not a surrender. Matt is also an author, and not only is he an author, but he is a cancer survivor. And of course, being a cancer survivor, Matt overcame a very rare form of cancer, and after he overcame that form of cancer, he fell to his faith and he wrote a book called From Fear to Faith. All right, Matt, it's great having you here today. Thank you, Dr. Miller. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Well, it's great having you, and we want to hear your story, and I know the listeners out there today are excited about what your story is going to bring forth to them today. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself before we start talking about your challenges. Well, Dr. Miller, <laughs> I'm number two of six. My mom and dad had six of us, and we I'm originally from Long Island, New York, 70s kid, so you know we spent a lot of time out in the street throwing the football and playing stickball with a cutoff mop stick and a, a spray-painted strike zone on the back of a wall in a vacant building and using tennis balls to pitch and play a little ball out in the street. And so uh, that was some of my earliest beginnings. The author story kind of goes back to my childhood because being number two of six, there was something that I heard over and over, a recurring theme that I heard over and over again from my parents, and that was, you're going to be somebody when you grow up. And so I'm not going to let you run around the street and do all kinds of crazy things. You're going to get in that library and you're going to read some book. And I spent a lot of time in the library as a child. So that started the things for me. Okay. So the parents reinforced the fact 
that life is more than playing stickball. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. That is right. Listen, Matt, you have a background in medicine and technology. Is that correct? That is correct. I was a medic in the United States Army uh, mm-hmm. uh, after... Actually, this is the, I'm, I'm telling I'm telling a little bit of the book here, a little sneak peek into the book. Okay. But I realized I wanted to go into medicine when I was 17 years old, and something happened where we had moved to a new house, and parents had, we, we had moved the furniture in, and everything wasn't up yet. And I don't know if you remember those old clocks, the big clocks that you would hang on the wall that were a mirror, and right. it had a clock in the middle. Right. Yeah. Well, this one was. You're st- taking us back. <laughs> I'm taking us back a little bit. These, <laughs> okay. uh, for the young folks out there, you may not have seen one of these, but if you can find one in an antique store, grab it because it might be worth something. It one may day. be. Maybe. But, but anyway, long story short, my little brother was running around, and mm-hmm. I had to babysit while my mom and dad left to go shopping or something. And and it was just my my younger brother and younger sister, and they're the two youngest. They're number five and six. They were running around the house, and I said, stop running. They wouldn't stop running. And finally, my brother, when he got out of breath, he just flopped down on the sofa. But the edge of his arm, his, his forearm, hit the edge of that glass mirror and split okay. it open. My goodness. And I had never seen what fat cells and what bone material looked like. But he split that from the fat cells down to the muscle. And I knew he was going to panic if he saw it. I just snapped and went into action and closed that wound and just held it, elevated it on some books. And my parents got home. And they, they took him to the emergency room. He got it stapled. And I said, you know what? I, I think I can make a career out of that. So I ended up going to the Army to be a medic. Okay. Now, when you, we're not going to talk about the book quite yet. We're going to talk about the cancer scare. Because when that happened, that's what gave birth to the book. Is yes, that right? that is correct. Okay. Tell us a little bit about what form of cancer you had. This was a very rare form of cancer. It was, uh, to, to say it as simply as I can, it was small bowel cancer or mm-hmm. small intestine. Okay. And most people that get bowel cancer, you people hear it all the time. It, it's colon cancer or something. Right. And in the book, I use the word C word because at the time I was going through it, I didn't even want to utter the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm well beyond that now and I'm, I'm comfortable saying, saying cancer. But it was, it was a very rare. It's so rare that, in fact, what the doctors told me at the time that I was diagnosed was they said, we don't have a protocol for treating this that is specific to small bowel. So we have to treat it like it is colon. Now, once you were diagnosed with cancer, at that time you were an IT person, is that right? I was an IT person at the time, yes. Right. And so this sort of caught you and the wife uh, by surprise. It is funny. It, it kind of did and it kind of mm. didn't. Okay. I was experiencing some symptoms uh, months before that diagnosis came that I didn't know what was going on. I thought maybe I'd had a blood clot or something because at the time, I, being in IT, I had customers in three different states, the furthest of which was Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time sitting in these coach coach flights, these cramped coach cabin flights, and I knew that you know flying a long time can create blood clots and that kind of thing. So running out of energy and just not having enough gas to get up and down the stairs, I said, man, I hope I don't have a blood clot or something. So I thought it was something different, mm-hmm. but you know, one thing led to another, and then I started seeing some things that said, "Whoa, that could be something I don't want to hear about." So, right. well, you know, tell us about that journey. I mean, how long did it take before you went through? And I mentioned to you earlier the word remissions, but you said, "No, no, no, that's not the right word." Well, give us the right word, and then tell us. Uh, okay, okay. Again, just a real, real uh, uh, quick recap for the listeners. The reason I don't like the word remission is because when people say, okay, well, your situation is in remission, it kind of puts into mind it could come back at any moment. And mm-hmm. I think we hear that theme a lot when we hear the word remission. So for me, I, I tend to say, well, you know what? Everybody's in remission because everybody has to, everybody deals with cancer. Um, I saw a documentary once 
where the person on it, the doctor said, everyone beats cancer six times in their life without even knowing it. Oh, okay. So that's just... That's interesting. Yes. Uh, elaborate a little bit on that. Well, your immune system, your body's immune system really is, I, I call it in the book, your first, your last, and your best line of defense. Your body does so many amazing things when you go to sleep at night, and one of them is called, a uh, process called apoptosis, mm -hmm. which is pretty much means programmed cell death. So what happens is when you go to sleep and you hit that deep sleep mm -hmm. at night, your body releases melatonin that triggers this apoptosis process that tells your body, hey, go through here and find any damaged cells. And if it's a damaged cell, that cell needs to self-destruct. And that's what happens every night in your body when you go to sleep. But what okay. happens with cancer sometimes is you, it gets backed up because you have so many damaged cells, the process can't keep up. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Attention entrepreneurs, go-getters, and people seeking financial freedom and new opportunities. You are invited to three free workshops, How to Trade One Hour in the Stock Market with Self-Made Millionaire Tim Lewis. This is Tim Lewis. I'm looking forward to seeing you for the upcoming trading workshop, How to Make a Living Trading in the Stock Market One Hour a Day. Robert Smith, a billionaire, made his money in the stock market, paid $40 million to pay off the student debt at Mohawk College. Folks, let me tell you, if you learn this skill and become good at it, you may have problems in life, but money will not be one of them. You're invited to three workshops Sunday, January 26th, 4 p.m. Tuesday, January 28th, 12.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. at the Sheraton Airport Hotel, 3315 Scott Fruit Trail Drive. Give them the number, Tim. Call and reserve your seat for the free workshop, 205-422-9000. That's 205-422-9000. Call and reserve your seat because the place will be packed out. 205-422-9000. Tune into the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, a half hour of inspirational talk, interviews in various fields of expertise, and the music. The Faith Connection Show airs here on Praise 100.9 every Saturday morning, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. The Faith Connection Show is an extension of the Connect Center. For info, go to connectcenternc.com. Praise listeners, remember, never lose the connection to your purpose. Now back to Dr. David Miller and Matthew Talford, cancer survivor and author of Fear to Faith, a survivor's story. Man, that's amazing because, you know, that's the first time I've ever heard it described that way. And it really makes, it gives you a renewed respect for your body and its ability to handle its own problems. You that's know? right. Let's not say remission. Let's say you've been healed. Been healed. I All like right. that. I All like right. that. Well, now, it, how long did the process uh, take? I would say that the process took probably right at around four months. And that began with me understanding what happened when I got diagnosed mm -hmm. and telling myself, okay, I got to get my body right. And, mm -hmm. and basically, I cleaned up my diet. I went and educated myself on everything that I could about what happens when people have to go under the knife. Because what the doctors were intimating at the time is they said, based on where your situation is, the best course of action for you is going to be going and having this, this tumor removed. Mm -hmm. And then maybe some chemotherapy after that, which I, I vehemently rejected. But um, that's, that, I'll save that for, for later if you want to uh, touch on that. Uh -huh. But So from that time, I said, you know what? You hear these stories all the time, Dr. Miller, where people say, oh, man, when, when they got opened up, it seemed like everything spread. And then they were gone three, three weeks, three, four weeks after that. Yeah. I didn't want that to be my reality. So what I did was I wanted to know why it worked that way. And the tie into technology is that my job in technology was troubleshooting. I, I did technology services. So 
all we did was fix problems and try to figure out what caused that problem so that this customer wouldn't call in again and say, hey, I got five or six sites down. Okay. So I, right. I used that same line of thinking with my own situation. And I said, hey, you know what? The thing that I learned that causes this situation supposedly to spread, no doctor told me this, this was just me using deductive reasoning, is that when they cut your, your abdominal section open, the minute a foreign object touches your bowels, your bowels lock up. Mm -hmm. They freeze and they go to sleep. They stop working. And so if your immune system, which I learned through some some research, was that about 75 to 80% of your immune system is in your small intestine. Right. So if your immune system is in your bowel and your bowel stop working, then your immune system stops working. So if you've got some cancer or some dirty stuff going on in your body, you got nothing fighting it until your bowels wake back up. Okay. So I started cleaning my body up and that was... That process took about three and a half, four months and culminated in me. Tell us surgery. about that process. At the time, I didn't know what the best course of action was going to be, but I knew that cancer cells love sugar. So mm -hmm. the number one thing I did was I cut sugar out of my diet. Oh, really? I cut it out immediately and I said, okay. Now, I'm back to struggling when I see the hot now sign turn on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to struggling with that. Well, you're in good company. Everybody <laughs> struggles when they see that hot light come on. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the thing is, I was disciplined enough to say, I'm not going to do this until I get that clean bill of health back from the doctor. I'm not touching sugar. And I meant that. And I didn't touch sugar. And I, I picked up this piece of writing called The Blood Type Diet by a guy mm -hmm. named Dr. Peter Diadamo. Mm -hmm. And based on his work, he, he suggested that based on your blood type, there are certain foods that are beneficial and others that work against your body. So I went through that list and cut out everything that was not beneficial to my body. And I got very strict with the way I handled my body. Oh, okay. Are you vegetarian or? No, um, I pretty much what I do, and this is something I hope the listeners will, will latch on to, is I understand that the body needs to be detoxed on a regular basis. And people say, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, think about it. How often do you bathe? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, said, if yeah, you don't that's bathe, a great way to think about it. You start to smell bad. If yeah. you don't change the oil in your car, then your car starts to have problems. So you got to change the oil in your body. And the way you do that is by detoxing. And there's so many different ways to do it. You can fast. You can take detox products. There's so many different. So what I do now is I'm not a vegetarian. I do limit the amount of meat I intake. But the, more importantly than that is I try to eat clean. And what I mean by that is I try not to eat things that are difficult to break down because that's when the trouble, when you, when you start to put an abundance of food in your body that's difficult to break down, that's when you start to get things backing up and having problems. Okay. That's interesting because I often hear people talk about detoxing, but what is really the best way to do it? You know, I use a combination approach. There's this, pro there's this company called Total Life Changes, and, right. I, and I actually just became a rep from them. And I've been using, they, they make this tea product that has about nine different ingredients in it that are, are nine different herbs that work on diff various different digestive organs as far as pulling toxins out of them. Mm -hmm. And I've been using this product off and on for about two years. But I said, you know what? I really want to give it a, a, a good 30-day run and see what happens because I've seen so many different results. And I'm, I'm in week two, and so far I'm, I'm, I'm seeing good results. But the other thing I do is something called intermittent fasting. And that is when I want to get strict, I go, I don't eat outside of the hours of 12 noon to 4 p.m. So everything I do is I eat in between those hours, and I do that six days a week. One day a week, I just say I'm going to eat all day if I feel like it. But for the most part, if, I, if I'm working and I can't get to, to eat, right. I try to just make sure I stop eating at sundown. And the reason I do that is because when sun when the sun goes down, 
your body naturally goes into a nocturnal state and you start to get sleepy and your digestive processes begin to slow down so they can they can do their All healing. Right. But okay. if you're putting food in it, it can't do its healing. Matt, that's great. But listen, we have run out of time, and I'm going to bring you back on the show next week because we want to discuss the book. And so, a listening audience, tune in with us next week because we're going to have Matt Tolford back on the show again next week talking about his book and sharing with us the rest of his story. This is the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller. Temptations on every hand. Though Satan's tried to stop me and to place my feet on sinking sand. Through the pain and all of my sorrows, through the tears and all of Keep me for he's kept me in the midst of it all. Not because I've been so faithful, not because I've always obeyed. No, it's not because I trusted him.
to the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. Here's an inspirational word from Dr. David Miller. You know, there is a statement that we need to think about in life. You are confined only by the walls you build yourself. Now, I know that's a broad statement, but what that statement actually means is, is that sometimes we build walls ourselves and blame other people because we are unable to penetrate those walls. Remember, whatsoever man thinks is he, or howsoever man thinks is he, this is one of the things that we must keep in mind. In every step of the journey, always remember, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you are that holds you back. This is Dr. David Miller and the Faith Connection Show. Join us again next week. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, making a connection for you and equipping people to connect with their purpose. Don't forget to log on to the ConnectCenterNC.com. That's ConnectCenterNC.com. If you'd like to reach Dr. David Miller, email theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. That's theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. 
And remember, never lose the connection to your purpose. It's time for the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. In the next half hour, you will be inspired with words of encouragement, and you'll be motivated by experts in the respective field who have been where you're trying to go on the Faith Connection Show. But first, here's an inspirational word. This is Bawana Miller Cannon with your word of the day. Exodus 23 and 25 says, Worship the Lord your God, and his blessings will be on your food and your water. I will take away sickness from among you, and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan. It's 2020. It's time to say bye-bye to the old and hello to the new. God is on ready, set, go to bless you beyond measure. We're no longer stressed and depressed because in God we will find rest. to declare to you my past is over in you things are made new surrendered my life to Christ I'm moving moving forward what a moment brought me to such a freedom lord i have found in you you're the healer who makes all things new yeah yeah
Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show. And here's Dr. Miller with his special guest. This is Dr. David Miller with the Faith Connection radio show. And we're into a brand new year and we're trying to pick out some things that are going to help people get through this year. And we have on the show with us today, uh, Doc Honeycutt. (laughs) And we're just glad to have you on the show. We're going to talk about all the nutritional things that we need to do and in order to get ready to have a prosperous year health-wise this year. And we're just glad to have you on the show. I'm so glad to be here. I'm honored and it's just a blessing that you are reached out so I want to say thank you for having me. Oh we got to say thank you to you because you're going to make us well. (laughs) You know you have an interesting background and uh, of course now you uh, you're a PhD and you also practice naturopathic medicine is that correct? And I was asking you a few moments ago the difference between naturopathic medicine and homopathic medicine. What, what What's the difference between the two? Well, I was saying, letting you know that, you know, they're kind of similar, but with the homeopathy, they, somebody, they may take a Tylenol or, you know, they may take something synthetic, but with naturopathy, we deal totally with natural, you know, natural herbs, vitamins, supplements, juicing, exercise, because your body repairs on its own. You just have to do the proper things, you know, and retrain it for it to, you know, to train the way it should to reheal and repair. For the body to perform it as it naturally should, because I guess the, the human body is already designed. God did such a great job with it. He designed it so it sort of heals itself. Absolutely. But, uh, a lot of that depends on what you've been putting in it, because whatever you fuel it with, it's what it has to work with. And I think in your case, you you have a different approach to that. Now, let's talk a little bit about your background. You're a graduate. Uh, you got your master's and your undergrad degree at Cornell University. Right. And then you went on to the University of Alabama, where you got your Ph.D. And your Ph.D. was in what? Well, it's in, it's the doctor of naturopathy. Okay. So, and what that consists of is, like I say, we teach you... I treat the body as a whole. Okay. I don't treat symptoms. But I had to learn, like, everything that 
the medical doctors, I had to go to school and learn just like they did. But then I had to go on three more years and learn what we know. Okay. Because, yeah, because, you know, your body, we have to know if you got any tr- contraindications or anything that's going to harm your body. Some things that you take as far as like supplements and vitamins, everybody can't take everything. Right. So even when I have a, a patient that I'm bringing in for the first time, I send an intake form and they wonder why they get a whole book that they have to fill out. And, you know, because it's about 20 pages, I have to know every single thing about that patient before I decide that I'm going to take them on. I have to know how they sleep. I have to know how they eat. I have to know when they get up on the side of the bed and sit there, how do they put their feet down every day? You know, it's just a lot of different um, technicalities that go with this thing. You know, you just don't call me and say, you know, I got a headache and I need to know what I need to do. No, I need to know what you're doing first before I even tell you anything. Okay. You know, it sounds like you're treating the body, not the symptoms. And, of course, that is a criticism of medicine that in traditional medicine, they treat the symptoms rather than the body. Tell us a little bit about that. So, the, like we said, the, the body is designed to reheal, but we have to give it the proper necessities. So, the body as a whole, if you have a headache, there's a reason why your body is having that headache. And it may be just something simple as you needing water. You're dehydrated. Mm -hmm. But we need to find out, you know, have you been drinking the water that your body requires on a daily basis? So, you know, and like I said, that, that goes with me, you know, interviewing. And, you know, we spend a lot of time with our patients. Like, we talk to our patients. We put our hands. A lot of um, the medical doctors, they don't come in and spend time with you and touch you. You know, they're about numbers. They come in 10, 15 minutes. They're out writing something on the paper, and they're out. And then they're ready to make a synthetic treatment, you know. But we want to make the best proper treatment that we can so your body can repair. Now, uh, that's interesting because now there are a lot of doctors who are extremely critical of the way they have to treat patients because of the time factor that's placed on them. They can only spend so much time with a patient. And I do think it's critical that people have enough time to talk to their physician because understanding your treatment and why you're being treated for something is 99.9% of uh, of following a good path of healing because if I know what I'm doing wrong and I understand it and I don't hear it from you in medical terms but I hear it from you in generic terms I'm going to know what I need to do on my end to help what you're doing on this end and so I, I do understand that that's an important step but you know your certifications you are board certified and uh, in a number of different areas and I thought that would be interesting for our listeners because uh, it's not that you just decided that you were going to go natural. You have done a great deal of training and certifications uh, and becoming board certified in the area that you work in. And also notice that you have clients that you go to their homes, like the athletes and all that. Tell us a little bit about that. So, you know, I worked, I have all, for a while, I had my own clinic. 
but then you know destiny just kind of take us in a different direction Absolutely. and I noticed that a lot of um, you know different athletes race car drivers owners I've had my hands on so many people you know all different walks of life the the DNC convention the White House called me oh really yeah and when they called like I had a lady that she was like you know are you Dr. Honeycutt I can't tell you who you're gonna see but I need all of your information I need to know some things about you so can you send them because we have to have you checked out and I'm like who am I seeing so I sent all of my information and I guess I cleared because when I got to the place that they had set up for me I actually saw you know I can't really say because of the HIPAA laws but it was definitely a person that was high up from the White House and you know that's interesting because I didn't realize that they sought out people or medical professions professionals I'm sorry of all different walks uh, when they were coming into a city like that so that's interesting tell me though in your uh, practice I, I noticed you mentioned athletes. Now, you actually go to the athlete's home and do your services there. Is that correct? Yeah, I can either um, go to their homes or go to the stadiums. You know, wherever they need for, if they need for me to come on location, I go mm-hmm. to location. But a lot of times I'm in the privacy of their own homes and they have my clinic set up, you know, to, uh, and a lot of times what I do first is I do go in and do like a, a total assessment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, which does not take a whole lot of anything. Mm-hmm. And if they need to be referred to somebody else, you know, I get them the care that they need. And my patients that I've been seeing, I've been seeing them for a very, very long time since like 2003. Like these people have rocked with me for this long, you know. Right. And the only reason, like some of them have moved away, you know, from different circumstances or like I say, you know, some fly in, but they've rocked with me for a long time. Now, um, say for instance, uh, professional athletes, many of them suffer from injuries because uh, they really, their bodies take a lot of punishment. And I would assume that uh, most, a lot of them have nutritionists and people like that that work with them on a daily basis. So basically, uh, that's kind of what you do you would go in set up a regiment for them and work with them through that regiment to keep their body in condition to go through the punishment and especially if it's NFL players that is serious punishment yes because they take a beating and when they retire I mean they've earned every penny that they get because their bodies are so beat up and you know and I try to give a lot of like the younger ones advice like please invest your money because I know that they're not gonna be you know that's just for a season they gotta have something to do when it's over when when it's over (laughs) so but I do I go in and I design like a really good treatment plan because you know one of the key things is prevention oh yeah you know prevention and knowledge is power so I'll get them on a good regimen and if they need me to come you know because of an injury because a lot of times They'll call me first because they don't want to be put on the injured list. Oh, I can believe so that. So if I can fix them in-house, you know, I do what I need to do and what, you know, we, we work together. And if I feel that, you know, and which is not a lot, like, you know, I, I can do some stuff. I can take care of some stuff. So, <laughs> But if, if it, they can't, you know, if they're not getting better, we make sure we get them referred to who they need to go to. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. 
Attention entrepreneurs, go-getters, and people seeking financial freedom and new opportunities, you are invited to three free workshops, How to Trade One Hour in the Stock Market with Self-Made Millionaire Tim Lewis. This is Tim Lewis. I'm looking forward to seeing you for the upcoming trading workshop, How to Make a Living Trading in the Stock Market One Hour a Day. Robert Smith, a billionaire, made his money in the stock market, paid $40 million to pay off the student debt at Morehouse College. Folks, let me tell you, if you learn this skill and become good at it, you may have problems in life, but money will not be one of them. You're invited to three workshops Sunday, January 26th, 4 p.m., Tuesday, January 28th, 12.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. at the Sheraton Airport Hotel, 3315 Scott Food Trail Drive. Give them the number, Tim. Call and reserve your seat for the free workshop, 205-422-9000. That's 205-422-9000. Call and reserve your seat because the place will be packed out. 205-422-9000. Now back to Dr. David Miller and his special guest, Doc Honeycutt, who specializes in naturopathic medicine. I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the other things you're doing. Uh, I, I thought at one time you just took care of the body, but you also have a lot of, you even ride motorcycles. Is that right? Yes. Now, I you know good and well that's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> it's an outlet. I'm careful and I respect it. And, you know, when I go out, we act crazy. Like the first five minutes we get on those motorcycles on the highway, like, you know, I'm just saying we just go ham, you know, but then I break it back down. Like, girl, you know. Oh, you need to stop going this fast. But I've been riding for 20 years now. 20 years? I absolutely oh, love it. Goodness. Yes. Well, you almost had to get into the health profession so you can make sure you can heal yourself, physician. <laughs> okay. Now, you know, you have a show that's out on the OWN channel, right? Uh, and I'm not talking the Oprah channel, but it's OWN channel, it's right? It's the OWN channel, yes. Mm -hmm. So... I have um, I have actually two shows. I have Beauties and Bikers on set. Okay. It's a talk show, and I've kind of implemented the ladies from my cast, and it's kind of like The View, mm -hmm. and we talk about life stuff. Like, we have individual topics that we talk about. Just try to, you know, my motive has always been I want to help people. I want to set people up for healthy success. Mm -hmm. And I know God has given me the platform that I'm on so I can do that. I can tell them that mental illness is real, but nobody wants to talk about it because of the stigma that has been attached to it. The first thing people say is, oh, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I'm just having mental challenges. But there is help and there is resources out here. And a lot of the young people, they get ashamed. It's no reason to get ashamed because they feel like people don't understand what they're going through. Recently, you've uh, moved your show out of the studio because you were doing a show in, uh, spe on Spectrum 21, I think, and now you're trying to get out and you're uh, doing some things with motorcycles and you're filming that and putting those clips out. Tell us a little bit, what drove you to expand out so far? So the, like I said, the Beauties and Bikers Onset is a totally different show from the Beauties and Bikers reality TV series. And it's, you know, it's exciting. The first, what made me do a reality TV show was I done a documentary film called Rue Gear Riders. And mm -hmm. it was about women motorcycle riders here in the city and why they decided to ride. When I put the post out that I was doing the documentary, you know, nobody really got excited. Like, it's like people don't like stuff that talk about learning okay so i was like okay let me do a reality tv show so that i done gave that, birth to that and it took off like i done a, a two-minute trailer and when i say it launched like wildfire 
it went off. Oh, and so, okay, now I got their attention. So let's implement some things that's going to help some people in these shows. You know what I'm saying? Because all of my shows have to have a message. Okay. I was already picked up on the On Channel, and I didn't have one single episode. Oh, well, now, I'd like to talk to you more about that, but i got to talk to you about all these books you've written. How many books now? <laughs> so I have seven books written. Okay. And all of my books are health and wellness and motivational books. Okay. Because, once again, you know, I'm always trying to figure out how can I give back to the community? Right. How can I set everybody up to, you know, I want them to know that knowledge, like I said, is power. And if you know it, you can kind of fight with it. You know what I'm saying? You can use that as a tool. So I have two mental health books. Um, I have uh, a book about myself because I was not always um, the person that I am today. Right. But I was very overweight as a young adult. And I looked at my family. They had a history of high blood pressure and, you know, all the the born stuff that comes mm-hmm. down from, you know, different from the family diseases. They had that stuff. I watched my granddaddy. He had uh, diabetes and his legs was amputated. Mm-hmm. My daddy had diabetes as well. And it just did not take a rocket scientist to know, like, you know, this is your family. I noticed that when my daddy had diabetes in the 1980s, the only thing that they knew to do was change his diet. So I'm like, OK, light come on. If that's what it's going to take for me not to get these diseases, change my diet, watch, you know, exercise. That's what I'm going to do. So I live by that. I'm a product of my environment. I can't tell my patients what to do if I'm not doing it myself. Well, now, that's interesting. But I wonder, when you talk about diet and exercise, and I know it's, this is another show, but that does help. But you just mentioned that you were obese at one time? I was 238 pounds. I was really, I was a young adult at that time. But like I said, you know, reality kicked in. And I know that I didn't want to have diabetes. I would go to the, my practitioner and she was like oh your blood pressure is borderline high your cholesterol is borderline high and I'm like I don't want that stuff so we're gonna nip it in the bud right now so today I am blessed to say that I'm the oldest of my siblings I'm not on any medications you know I, I get out and run every day I have a clean diet and it's just my lifestyle like this okay. is what I believe in for my life Okay. Now, in case someone wanted to reach you, I know you're everywhere, (laughs) uh, but just in case someone wanted to reach you, how would they do it? So you can reach out to me at drdhoneycutt at gmail.com. I love to come out and speak. I speak at all kind of um, engagements, um, schools. I speak to athletes. You know, just come out and, you know, like I say, I want to spread education. Let everybody know that you can be healthy and you can be whole. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit after the show because I want you to tell me what I need to do to get healthy. All right. It's been great having you on the show, Doc, and we're looking forward to a great year. I know that these new books you have coming out, I'm going to to get copies of them. I'm going to try to become a student of Doc Honeycutt. (laughs) How about that? Oh, I definitely thank you for having me today. It's just been been great having you on the show and appreciate you coming and consenting. So this has been the Faith Connection Radio Show and we've had Doc Honeycutt tell us how to live better and free of illness in this new year. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with your host, Dr. David Miller, equipping people to connect with their purpose. Here's an inspirational word from Dr. David Miller. This is Dr. David Miller. We want to thank you for joining us through the year of 2019. Now we're moving into 2020 and we're looking forward to great shows and a great opportunity to minister to you through the Faith Connection Radio Show. And we welcome you to the new year where you will experience things that you've never experienced before. We're looking forward to happy experiences for this year and health and wealth. Thank you for listening to the Faith Connection Show with Dr. David Miller, making a connection for you and equipping people to connect with their purpose. Don't forget to log on to the connectcenternc.com. That's connectcenternc.com. If you'd like to reach Dr. David Miller, email theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. That's theconnectcenter3 at gmail.com. And remember, never lose the connection to your purpose.